You are listening to the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast with Monica Louie, episode number 29. Welcome to the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast, where we help online entrepreneurs grow their influence, amplify their impact, and scale their businesses all the way to seven figures. And now, here's your host, Monica Louie. Hey, hey, thank you so much for joining me for episode number 29 of the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast. I'm your host, Monica Louie, and I'm a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist. And the goal of this podcast is to discuss what it really takes to build a seven-figure online business. And of course, Facebook ads can be an important part of that. But like today's show, not every episode is about Facebook ads because I love exploring all facets of scaling successful online businesses. So today I'm sharing the five steps to finish the year strong. Now, no matter where you are in achieving your goals for the year, this episode is going to help you set your business up to start the new year stronger than ever. Now, before we dive into the five steps, I want you to know that you can find all the links and resources that I mentioned in today's episode at monicalouie.com slash 29. That's M-O-N-I-C-A L-O-U-I-E dot com slash 29. All right, without further ado, let's dive in to today's episode. All right, now if you're listening to this the week it comes out, we are getting ready for Thanksgiving 2019 here in the United States. Now, I for one cannot believe that it is nearly December and that 2020 is right around the corner. But hey, it's true and we can't argue with reality. But if you're listening to this in the future, you may be planning how to finish the year 2025 strong to prep for 2026. That's the cool thing about podcasts. They're recorded once and can benefit thousands of people way into the future. Now, I've been doing a lot of reflecting lately and at the risk of sounding morbid, I've been thinking a lot lately about how we're really only here on this planet for a very short time. I've been reminded multiple times lately that we really don't know how much longer we have. My grandma passed away last month, actually, at the age of 99 and a half. She lived a very long, fulfilled life. And the seven-year anniversary of my mom's death actually just passed earlier this month. And I've had a couple of friends lose a parent this year, too. Now, all of this reminds me just how important it is not to take for granted our time here on this earth. And that's why we should make an effort to keep our goals in front of us and make continuous progress toward them. Now, I believe that we are all here to make the world a better place with the time that we have. And that's my goal anyway. And that's why I love being an entrepreneur and working with other entrepreneurs because the ones I know are all in it to help others. Sure, we want to make a good living, but we are successful at what we do because we really love it We excel at it and our clients and customers can tell that we really want to help them succeed. As my team and I always say, we help people who help people. So you're in the right place if you're here to help others with the work that you do and the business that you're building. So to dive into the five steps to finish the year strong, the first step is to reconnect with your goals for the year and why those goals are important to you. 
And I actually think that this should be a daily practice for every single entrepreneur and every single goal-oriented person. But if it's not, that's okay. But at the very least, you should be reviewing your goals weekly and try to work reviewing them into your morning routine or your evening routine or both if you have both. And remembering your why will help keep your motivation up to achieve your goals. So it's super important to be clear on what your goals are, but then you have to be clear on why those goals are important to you. What is really at stake if you don't hit those goals and what will hitting those goals mean for you and your business and your team members and your family and your customers and your clients and everybody that your business touches. So once you've reconnected with your goals and the why of why those goals are important to you. The second step is to reflect on how far you've come this year. So I want you to think about, look back at the year. Here we are, you know, 11 months into 2019, you have got to have a bunch of wins under your belt. So take some time to reflect back and make a list of your significant wins for the year. So here are some of mine, just so you can have some ideas. For me, Launching a podcast has been something that I wanted to do for a while, and I actually planned to do it last year, but I didn't prioritize it. So of course it didn't happen. So this year I prioritized launching the podcast in the second quarter and my team and I made it happen. We hit our goal and I also committed to producing weekly episodes. And I'm so proud of myself to say that I haven't missed a single week. So I consider launching and sticking with my weekly podcast, a huge win for the year. And business is going really well. October was actually our biggest month ever in the lifetime of my business. And I've had this business for three years now, and I have really big financial goals for my business and for my family. And while I haven't hit my goal of a seven-figure business yet, I know I'm well on my way. And I know that my team and I are laying the foundation to hit the goal next year. I've also made some great hires this year. I've definitely made my share of not so great hires over the years, which is always disappointing, but I am in awe of my team and how they always give 110%. We've had a couple of new clients recently offer praise to me multiple times about how organized and on top of things my team members are, and I just couldn't agree more. And when I go to conferences, I run into people who've interacted with my assistant via email and they go on and on about how great she is. And I just agree and thank them because I definitely know how amazing my team is. Without them, I wouldn't have been able to travel so much this year and kept serving our clients and customers so flawlessly and at such a high level. So I am just so grateful for the team that I've built and everybody coming together to help achieve our goals. So what are your wins that you've already achieved this year? What goals have you already achieved? What goals are you on your way to achieving? What other projects have you completed? Make a list of some of your most significant wins for the year. And then don't forget to celebrate. Now, I've got a really big goal that I'm working on, and my husband and I decided that we are going to plan an epic family vacation next year when I hit that goal. So think about how you can celebrate, either celebrate those wins that you've achieved already this year, or keep your eye on the prize and determine how best you're going to celebrate when you achieve those big goals that you're working on right now. So step number three is to consider how much time you have left in the year and then choose 
one or two of your goals that you're going to fully commit to. Now, if you are too far away from any of your goals, you may not have enough time to hit that goal this year, but you can set yourself up to be on track to hit it next year. And you can definitely make a lot of progress even in the last few weeks of the year if you're truly committed. So look ahead at how much time you have left in the year. And then also keep in mind how much time you want to take off for the holidays and don't overcommit yourself. You don't want to be on this racetrack to achieve your goal and not pay attention to your loved ones and your family members during the holiday season. You want to be able to enjoy your time away from the computer, away from your business when you're hanging out with your family and friends over the holidays. So definitely plan in those days when you plan to take time away so you can focus on the time and the joy in the season, but also think about how much you can realistically accomplish still in the last few weeks of this year. So step number one was to reconnect with your goals for the year and why those goals are important to you. Number two is to reflect on how far you've come. So note your wins and then also make plans to celebrate if you haven't already or look forward to celebrating the goals you're currently working on in the future. And then step three is consider how much time you have left in the year, how much time you want to take off to enjoy the holidays and the season with your friends and family, and then also choose one or two of your goals that you're just going to fully commit to. Then that leads right into step number four, which is to create your week-by-week plan of how you're going to get things done and when. Now, I recommend the book 12-Week Year by Brian P. Moran and Michael Lennington. I was recommended this book last year during the SPI Accelerator. It's Pat Flynn's high-level coaching and mastermind program. I'm actually in the second year of that program, but during the first year, we were always sharing book recommendations and somebody, I can't even remember who, recommended this book. And after several of my other mastermind members said that they were reading it and implementing it, and it was just an amazing book. I was like, okay, I love planning. I got to see what this guy has to say about planning and goal setting and achieving your goals. And I got to say, come 2019, my team and I decided that we were going to implement the structure of the book into our goal setting and goal planning process. And it has really helped us to stay focused on our most important priorities. So the gist of the book is that instead of a full calendar year, we now look at four 12-week years and determine which goals we're going to prioritize for each quarter or how we're going to make progress on our bigger goals each quarter. So basically, we're just breaking out the entire year into four quarters essentially, but we call them 12 week years. And then the members of my admin team and I create a weekly scorecard where we list our top goals and which actions we are committing to each week that will help us get closer to achieving those goals. So each member of my admin team, each creates their own scorecard and Each week in our admin team meeting, we actually review our scorecards to share how we did last week and what we're committing to this week. And it's really helped us stay accountable to what we are committing to achieving each week. But then it also keeps our goals at the forefront of our minds and what we're focusing on so we can decide, you know, as new ideas and opportunities arise, that we can table those if they don't fit into helping us achieve our goals for the current quarter. So it has really helped us stay focused 
focused and committed to making progress on our most important goals. It has been a game changer for us this year. So I definitely recommend that book. It's called The 12-Week Year. All right. So that's where I got this idea of creating your week-by-week plan of how you're going to get things done. And when, I highly recommend the 12-week year process and the scorecard. But then also as you're doing that, consider maybe you need to recommit to your morning routine. I know that's something that I've recently done is recommitted to my morning routine rather than getting up as the school year started a couple months ago, getting up and just rushing to get the kids ready and out the door so that I could focus on me and getting into my daily work routine. I am now getting up earlier and I am working in journaling and meditation and exercise in the morning so that I can be focused. I know that I'm doing things for me and to get my my mindset in the right place so I can be focused. I'm re-evaluating my goals and looking at those every day. So I'm recommitting to those every single morning and that just helps me get the day started on the right footing. And also maybe think about, are you prioritizing your health? I know this is a big one that can definitely affect our productivity, the energy, the stamina we have in working toward our goals. So I highly recommend you don't wait until January to recommit to your health goals if you've gotten a little bit off track there. Adopting and maintaining healthy habits through the holidays will help you not only finish the year stronger physically, but it will also keep your confidence up as you attack your big goals in your business. So last year, I actually felt myself going through my usual cycle of indulging in a bit too much of my kids' Halloween candy during the month of October, and I knew what was to come if I didn't create a plan. I looked back at the holiday season for the last couple of years before that, and I realized that if I let myself just indulge in all the holiday food because I knew that I would be motivated in January to get back on track, I remember that it was so much harder to get back on track in January. And I really didn't like the way that I felt going through the holidays and the way that I felt starting the new year. I wanted to start the new year with so much more energy and making more progress toward my health goals. So I decided that I would start before the new year as the holidays were just getting started. So here's what I did just to give you some ideas. You don't have to be obviously as as hardcore as this, but I really wanted to get back into working out consistently and establish that habit. So what I did is I joined my local gym And I started doing workout DVDs at home every day. So I decided to do both because my prior workout routine, which was not very consistent, was to work out at home doing the DVDs that I had that I love, but I just wasn't committing to doing those every single day or, you know, at least consistently throughout the week. So I looked at my calendar and I realized that I would never flake out on a client meeting or a work appointment or any other personal appointment for that matter. And so I decided that I was going to join the gym and look at the class schedule and then commit to going to the gym and attending classes at least three days each week. And I added those classes to my calendar just like they were any other appointment. Once we're on my calendar, I committed to going to those classes and I knew that I had to hit three in a week. It wasn't too hard to hit three in a week. I knew that I could do it if I really prioritized my time well. And the reason why I added in the morning workouts on top of the gym class workouts was because I remembered that when I did consistently work out 
in the morning, I started the day off with so much more energy. And I actually felt more energized throughout the entire day than when I wasn't getting up and working out and moving my body in the morning. Plus, I wanted extra insurance, if you will, that if I did miss a workout or two each week, that I still got plenty in. So on top of working out every day in the morning, I also went to the gym at least three days a week to attend classes. And then it turns out that I actually fell in love with the classes at the gym. So I started going as often as I could. So rather than going three days each week, I ended up getting in a routine of going six days a week. And then usually on Sundays when the gym doesn't offer classes, I work out at home with a DVD or go on a walk with my family. And looking back, creating these habits in October and November of last year really helped me start the new year strong and feeling in control of my health goals. So much so that when it came to creating my goals for 2019, I just had so much confidence in the progress I was making with my health. So now that I'm done traveling this year, I've done a whole lot of traveling this year, but now that I'm done, I am starting with the same strategy again. So with so much travel over these past few months, I really haven't been as consistent as I would like to have been with my workouts. So I am ready to prioritize working out again and build up that consistent habit again. So I'm back to doing a workout DVD almost every morning at home before my day starts, getting up earlier. As I mentioned, my morning routine, I'm getting that workout DVD in so that I can feel accomplished and active already at the start of my day. And I'm also attending as many classes as I can at the gym. I usually go in the evenings. It's a great way to give a cutoff time for my workday because before I started going to the gym in the evenings, I would just work and work and work until my husband had dinner ready. He's actually our cook. I know I'm I'm very lucky, but so he would come home and he'd kind of take over kid duty after he got home from work and then he'd work on dinner. He'd let me know when dinner was ready and then I would just work up until then. And then I found myself going to the dinner table, sitting down with my family and still thinking about work and all the work that I I still had to do and what I was going to do tomorrow. And so having that cutoff time and then going to have some me time at the gym to focus on moving my body when I'm doing those intense workouts at the gym, I really can't think about work. I just have to think about getting through the next move that the trainer is making me do. And so it really helps me to refocus my mind so that after class, when I come home, then I can really give my family the time and attention and brain energy that they deserve. So I've found that working out in the evening at the gym has been a really great addition to my day. And then the benefit of working out so much, well, another benefit of working out so much is that, you know, with my sweet tooth, it's probably safe to say that I will be indulging in one or two extra sweets this holiday season, but I know I'm going to feel so much better come January 1st than if I were to put my health goals on hold until then. So consider prioritizing your health and fitness goals now rather than waiting till January 1st. All right. And step number five is to schedule on your calendar when you're going to plan for 2020, if you haven't done so already. So when planning, make arrangements to get your team together in person if you can, although it may be hard to do so now with the holidays if you have a virtual team like I do. 
So even if you have to meet virtually like my team and I do, make sure that you can schedule plenty of time to map out your goals for the new year and create your plan of how you're going to put yourself on the path to achieving those goals in the first quarter. So the way that I've done this the last couple of years is by going through Michael Hyatt's five days to your best year ever course. And I use that course to help me clarify my goals and define my why for each goal. And then I take my goals and I use the 12 week year process with my team to determine which goals we're going to work on during which 12 week year of the entire calendar year and create our plan for our first 12 week year week by week. So we literally list out what is going to be done every single week. And then that helps us work backwards when we have deadlines to achieve and projects to hit by certain dates. So take the time now to put it on your calendar when you're going to plan for 2020, when you're going to determine what your goals are for 2020 and those big projects that you plan to accomplish in the new year. All right, so to recap, the five steps to finish the year strong are, number one, reconnect with your goals for the year and why those goals are important to you. Number two, reflect on how far you've come this year and don't forget to celebrate. Step three is to consider how much time you have left in the year and then choose one or two of your goals that you're going to fully commit to making happen or at least making significant progress on. Step number four is to create your week-by-week plan of how you're going to get things done and when you're going to get those things done. And then step number five is to schedule on your calendar when you're going to plan for 2020 if you haven't done so already. And now it's time for you to take action. I know we all have a lot on our plates this time of year, but I promise that if you go through these five steps, you will be thanking yourself come January. So schedule when you're going to do these five steps. Schedule time with a team member or an accountability partner if that would help. I know it always helps me to schedule time with a team member so that we can work through things together and knock a bunch of things off our list. And if implementing a high converting Facebook ad strategy is on your goal list, then I encourage you to check out my free Facebook ad starter kit. It will help you plan your next campaign or improve your existing campaign. Plus it has a detailed checklist so you can be super organized going into the ads manager to set up your campaign. And you can find that at monicalouie.com slash guide. And remember, I will have all the links and resources that I mentioned today in the show notes, which you can find at monicalouie.com slash 29. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you have found this helpful, please leave a rating and review so that more people can find this podcast and subscribe so that you can be notified when the next episode comes out. Next week, I've got another inspiring interview that I am so excited to share with you. My guest is a veteran entrepreneur who has started over a dozen businesses over the last four decades. And he sold his first business when he was in his 20s to a Fortune 500 company. He's got a bunch of successes under his belt and he's sharing his wisdom and lessons learned with us next week and you will not want to miss it. Now remember, new episodes come out every single Thursday. So subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast app so that you'll be sure to get the next episode as soon as it comes out. That's all for me today. Thank you so much for joining me. Take care and bye for now.